I'm Tanner. And I'm Erica. And this podcast is about nothing in particular. But it's also about everything going on in our lives. Jill already invited us over for dinner at her house again. Last week's episode was about Noah's graduation. This week's is about Maya's graduation. That's right. Our May has been extremely wild. Um, But hey, it's the 31st. This is the 31st today that we're recording this. We made it. May, we have made it through... Made it through May. Made it through. It's one of those whirlwind months. It's like, like it went by fast, but then when you look back at everything that was done in the month of May, we're like, geez, this is, have we been here for like four months, it seems? I feel like we're the most accomplished we've like ever been mm-hmm. in our marriage, yeah. in our business, yeah. in our <laughs> household duties. Like maybe having a fire set under you and having to keep going is the secret. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. Let's not find out. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for a chill June. I'm trying to be lazy in June. Mm, a little bit lazy. I don't think that'll happen, but you know. July will be, it's vacation month, yeah. and Nora will be here all month, so we'll be going the month of July also. Yeah. But then August will come, you'll celebrate my birthday, and that's it. Yeah. They go back to school, and same we say, awesome. same old, same old. See you later. All the ups and downs of life. But uh, this last one was my graduating from Prosper High School. Uh, which was really impressive. Um, I not impressive that she graduated necessarily, but kind she, of. she made a whole bunch of. Um, she overcame a lot to graduate and to graduate as. I, do you graduate well? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she graduated much. Tell them the story. <laughs> okay, I'll tell y'all the story. Um, when Maya was in second grade. She was struggling. She was really at a place where she should have been doing much, much better. And she was already old for her grade because her birthday is late August. And I held her um, and had her do. Held her back. Yes, I held her back and had her do, uh, I think it was pre-K one more year. I don't remember. I'd have to look in her baby book. (laughs) JK, I don't have one. But, you know, I'd have to ask her. If you had one, that'd be a good place to look. Anyway, um, she was struggling with fluency, with reading, and it became pretty obvious that after the first like nine weeks in second grade, she didn't like how it felt to be struggling like she was. She felt like, you know, she wasn't doing well. Mm -hmm. And one day she just said, do you see that class right there? Mm -hmm. And it was um, first grade class. And she really liked that teacher. Who was it? Miss Morales. Oh, yeah. the Morales monkeys. The monkeys, yeah. Okay, okay. And she said, I wish I could be in that class. And I said, done. <laughs> you say you got And it. I put her right in that class, Makes yeah. Makes it really easy because you don't have to break it to them and be like, well, your friends are going off to the next grade. But no. But she was like, oh, I'm down. She Well, she's always been obsessed with monkeys. Yeah. I mean, let's be real here. Yeah. And her class was the Morales monkeys, so she wanted to be a monkey. Easy. So it was really easy to put her back in first grade. And she, I'm not going to say she soared immediately. I mean, she, she did appreciate the opportunity to to try it again mm-hmm. um but she definitely made big strides and then in fourth grade um that's when she was a late adhd diagnosis so yeah. in fourth grade we figured out she had adhd and um we tried the medicine route yeah actually when i met you she was medicated that's right when i came into y'all's life i guess my was what fifth grade 
fourth grade. She was in fourth grade. That was right at the time. Yeah. Okay. So she was on medication for ADHD and I've never really been, not that I don't believe in ADHD, but I don't think that medication is the, always the answer. I think there are a lot of underlying issues that could at least be exhausted before you go that route because I've just heard so many terrible stories. What do you mean underlying issues that could be exhausted? You mean other remedies? Well, I mean, for example, like, uh, you know, a lot of times kids are restless and they get an ADHD diagnosis, not necessarily because they literally have ADHD, but because they have no energy outlet. Uh, they sit inside and look at the iPad all day instead of go and run around outside and play. And they've got all this like pent up energy that is diagnosed as ADHD when homie just needs to go play out in the street for a few hours. Every go day. to the creek. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm, maybe that's a little bit old fashioned, but Get exercise, some of exercise yeah. cures so much. And, and I think, diet. I mean, I mean, at least helps. I, I can't say cures it, but at least helps, you know, yeah. and diet, of course. Yes. Inflammation, all those different things that... Um, we but cleaned, anyway, we so, cleaned up her diet. Mm-hmm. We started her on some supplements. Um, we took her off the meds. She actually went off on her own. She yeah. was she didn't like how she felt. I remember her telling me that um, she learned that her ADHD medication was a drug, and she didn't want to be on drugs. Yes, because they had the drug week, the drug week, red ribbon week. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, that was what made her decide to look for a different way. I think she stayed medicated for almost a year. Yeah. And it did help. She lost a lot of weight. She got really small. She was small. not herself. Very she, cranky. She would have meltdowns almost every night. Yeah. Like when it was like clockwork almost. And she was coming off of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when she would process her day, I think. Like mm-hmm. right when she was getting in bed. And it was not a good look for her. So... Little by little, um, she started having improvements. We started making sure that she was drinking water properly. Maya's super interested in nutrition, and I mm-hmm. think this is why, because she sees... She saw the difference first A correlation, time. yeah, between when she eats well and how she feels, and when she doesn't eat well well and how she feels. And she tried the medical, I mean, the prescription yeah, route. Yeah, she hated that. And then it, that didn't, you know, she didn't like anything about it. Uh, she and would lose friends, over. she yeah, said, because yeah, yeah. she wasn't herself. And then changing over to maybe more holistic or maybe non-traditional ways of dealing with ADHD. And she had great success with that. So she's a believer, I guess, if you will. Yeah. So in ninth grade, she was um, taken out of the special ed program that she had qualified for because of her ADHD So she had accommodations. Right. She had accommodations. But she wasn't using them in all of ninth grade. Tell them what the... So what are... Because when I was in school, there were no accommodations. Well, I mean, there were, but it it wasn't to the degree that it is now. If you had some type of learning disability when I was in school, remember this was 1995 to 2009. Tiny school district in Tiny Oregon. Tiny school district, not a lot of resources. Oregon's not known for great schools, babe. I don't know if you knew that or not. I know that, but I'm I'm sure that <laughs> I think you'd... they did a good job on you, though. I did a good job on me. <laughs> uh, you know, you had you could go to it was called Title One or Title I Title One is what it was called. And it was like enriched learning. I don't know. But in class, these kids didn't get any more test taking time. So tell them I want, because at the beginning of the episode, I talked about Maya overcoming something. Yes. So what did she overcome? What was she getting? In ninth grade, she had accommodations. This is special education. 
uh, because of her ADHD, because of her learning disability, yep. what was she given? She was um, given extra testing time. She okay. was given on like sheets of work that they would give her. They She would only have to do like every other one. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't have to, or every third sometimes. Yeah. Um, she would have notes written for her. Right. She didn't have to didn't take, have to take any of the class notes. But her, she had a liaison. He was, she would call him her stalker. Yeah. Cause he was always coming in. He would just pop up in her classes to, to observe her. her. Yeah. Yep. And so one day he pulled her aside and he was like, when are you going to stop abusing the system? Like you don't need this, Yeah, you know? And she hadn't used any of the accommodations in a full school year. Well, she wasn't, and I don't really think she was taking advantage of them all the time. It was just like... Well, I have them, so... Yeah, I have them, so I'll... I'll, Sure, I'll use the extra little test. I'll use the calculator on this test, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did see her uh, weaning off of it herself, challenging herself a little bit. Do you remember how scared she was when she first came out of the special ed program? She yeah, was a so little insecure. I want to I want to learn a little bit more about that. So she's in ninth grade. Yep. She's had the special needs uh, program, all these accommodations, and she's starting to feel like she doesn't need them. Yeah. So we had a meeting, mm-hmm. and uh, two or three of her teachers were there. You were there. I remember. And they pretty much just went over the paperwork and said, do you still need this? Do you still need that? And she was like, nope, haven't used that in a year, haven't used that in a year. And Mm -hmm. she was released from the program. The thing about special ed and the reason why that's so big is usually when a kid is put in special ed, they don't get to come out of special ed. So they told us in that meeting how rare this was because they they say in a typical school year, they don't have anybody opt out of this program. Everyone's trying Nobody. to get in it. And this is a huge school. I mean, yeah. she had, what, almost 700 kids in her graduating class? 661, yes. I think? Yes. And I mean, times that by four, you know, four grades, ninth through 12th grade, and nobody is coming off these programs. Right. It was so it's a, a big really deal. big deal. It's a really big deal. You don't usually get to see that. So she was able to figure out what worked for her in, yeah. in the way of for her being able to focus more might include listening to music at mm-hmm. the time that she's doing her work. Um, she figured out how, what, what she needed in place to be successful completely on her own. Dietary audio. Uh, I mean, I know she would take caffeine Yep. also to help her focus. Yeah. I would give her a natural caffeine supplement mm-hmm. that I still have that she doesn't need to this day. She'll, she'll, take a um, clean energy drink every once in a while just because I think it's kind of something different and cool and it does work. Yeah. Um, But yeah, she still takes her probiotics and her magnesium like clockwork. These are all the supplements that she started to take to help her get off of the ADHD medication in the first place. Yeah. And she's, I mean, she really turned it around freshman year. She said really kind of carried her GPA for the whole high school. Well, she was just talking about this, actually. She was just like, well, some of the stuff I didn't understand, but I figured the least I can do is turn it in. So I turned everything in. Yeah. And Teachers that, don't want you to fail. No, and that, that can carry you a long way. But so when I was talking about, you know, it was special that she graduated under these circumstances, overcoming a lot, that's what I'm talking about. Getting overcoming, into a good school. There, I just, you see so many kids, they're like, oh yeah, I have ADD, I have ADHD, I have this, or I have that. 
I'll just take these accommodations and write it is, out. This is what's expected of me. The very lowest is expected of me. I'm going to take these four years very easily. I'm just going to slough on through. I could probably get into a decent college, whatever, whatever, because I'm coming from a really good public school Big system. School. Yeah. Uh, well, she didn't. Nope. She said, I don't need these. I'm honest. I don't need these. I can challenge myself. I can do better. And I think more than the schooling, more than the academia, you know, that she learned at the school, I think overcoming that challenge and proving that she could um, keep up with, I don't know, what do you call them? Typical kids? Uh-huh. Um, is going to serve her a lot more than anything that she actually learned. Oh, reading, yeah. Reading, writing, math, whatever. Totally. And that confidence boost. Oh, yeah. And then getting into the same school that her brother went to. and Oh, not only that. All of that. She, applied, she got into Alabama. She got accepted to Mississippi State. She got accepted to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. She got accepted to Texas State. Mm-hmm. Um, Any school she applied almost to. Almost every school she applied to, she got into. These are all nice schools, good schools. Yeah. So it was um, pretty cool to see it all come to fruition, all that hard work come to fruition. And, uh, you know, she walked the stage and it was great. Yeah. Uh, graduation didn't, the ceremony didn't start till 7 p.m., which was kind of okay, weird. That was a little rough. Although I was glad. On a Wednesday. On a Wednesday night. Graduation started at 7 o'clock. It was inside, which was very nice. The weather was perfect. The the Cowboys practice facility in Frisco, which was really nice. The weather was really nice. Um, But it was great that it was indoors. And Um, you shot some really good pictures with your new camera, too. Yeah, I got some good pictures. I saw you adjusting the light because it was dark out, you know. Just so happens that I have the best low-light camera that's currently out there. Low-light queen, man. So got really lucky. We love low-light cameras and low-light plants. That's right. (laughs) We got out of there, what, like almost 10 o'clock? Yes. And um, I was still able to pick up some good pictures. And oh, really my favorite light. picture was yeah. the one of her handing me the rose. Yeah, it was so really nice. The only thing that was bad about all that was uh, nowhere to eat. On at, a Wednesday night on a at Wednesday, 1030. Wednesday, 10.30. Uh, because everybody else had the same idea. We did every restaurant within... 15 minutes was just packed with people. Well, who's going to go home and legit put out a spread of food at 1030 at well, night? <laughs> and, and so you're like, well, you, if it started at seven, why are you hungry? Just eat at six. No, 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 no. You're not no, eating. No, no, well, no, they no. had to be there at 430. They had to be there at 430 to get a decent seat. We got there at 530. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't even get great seats, really. No. Uh, we got decent seats. Um, doors opened at five and... What about there, the lady in the parking garage? There were people that had been there since like three o'clock or something waiting for a good this seat. lady in the parking garage. We were with in our big van with all of our family, um, including my parents. My step- there was ten of us. Yeah, my stepdad doesn't get around very well, so they have a handicap placard, and we brought it with us. And they tell us that all the handicap parking is at the top floor. How does that make sense? That doesn't make any sense. That's of the, the parking far, garage. That's, that's the farthest away from the destination. They're assuming you're going to just use the elevator, I'm sure. Yeah, However, so. our van is too tall to clear any second level garages. Yeah. You know, we're first level sometimes. We're nine feet. You need nine feet clearance, which I think the other day we were eight foot something and I was waiting to hear the scratch on the top of the van. We cleared. It's not a. We've only ever gone under nine feet. So the other day was the first time we went under like eight foot three and we made it. But these ones in the parking garage were like seven feet. They were way less. Guaranteed. Yeah. Not even close. So we asked this lady. I'm like, hey, I have my parents with me. We have this placard. And she 
She's the lady that's in the parking garage directing people, showing people where to park. And she says, "I'm not supposed to give directions." We were like, we did a double take. We're like, "What? Well, Have what I- are you here for then? Because you're not just standing here being pretty." So as she's telling us that, she is still like other cars are still driving past us as we're talking to her, and she's like directing them upward. She's really annoyed by us. So while she's directing the flow of traffic, she says, I'm not supposed to give you directions. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. That's what you're doing right this This second. This is so ironic. (laughs) Yeah. So I think she figured out she was being dumb about it. And she just didn't want to help is what it was. Yeah. And um, we figured out a different place to park. She she didn't end up helping us at all. We stopped and talked to somebody else. and They didn't help us either. So we just drove up as close as we could, dropped them off, and then we drove farther away and parked. And... Yes. And it ended up working out fine. It was fine. Um, we had a great little get-together. We had uh, the next day. You know, because when you have family come into town, you... You got to get it over with. You have to. You can't wait for like the weekend to do no. the graduation party or anything. My sister's over here missing work. Yeah, uh, grandparents were in town, so we had the graduation party the very next morning. Uh huh. Started like 11 at eleven thirty. It was a, an open house type deal. It was perfect. Come and go, and it ended up ended up being really really good. We got we got up early, got all the decorations going. You, you learned know. how to make a balloon arch. I made a balloon arch. Check that was the, nice. Check the Instagram. Did yeah. you post it? Not on this. Not on this Instagram, but I will. Okay. Yeah. Now you're talking. <laughs> I was pretty proud of that. I didn't think it was going to be so easy. I can't believe they charge so much money. We've had we, it done before at our store, we, and it was almost five hundred dollars. We got a balloon arch for five hundred dollars. I made one maybe half that size. Oh no, it was much smaller, babe. <laughs> really? Yes. A quarter of the size? Yeah. For how much money, though? 20 20 bucks For the balloons and all the little th- tools that you need. Literally took me half an hour, and if now, that. And now we have the blower. Yeah. To make, we can make a balloon arch every day if we want. I'm starting to, I'm going to. What make, are we making? I might just decorate the house with balloons. <laughs> We're just have a rotation. party mode. <laughs> yeah, come to our house. We're ready to party. We got the balloon arch up. Um, Take some pictures. Photo op at our house yes, at all times. Yes, every day. So Nana made basically Who, all the food. Who's Nana? Nana is my kids' grandparents. We call her Nana Sylvia. Um, she's my ex-husband's mom, mm-hmm. but still very near and dear to us. And she is from Chihuahua, Mexico. So she made... Enchiladas. Mm-hmm. Chicken and cheese. Yeah. Amazing beans. Yes. With bacon and really cilantro good. and onion. and Oh, so good. Really good. And then, of course, traditional Mexican rice. My favorite, though, mm-hmm. was the horchata. Yeah, that was really good. So good. And she only makes horchata every once in a while. You've never seen her make that. No, I've never seen her make it. It was funny. The the container that she brought over uh, to make it in. Is the Mexican traditional. She brought it from Mexico, but she said she. She showed it to Maya. You see my container? Yeah. And Maya's like, oh, yeah. And she goes, I bought it for your first birthday. I brought it from Mexico. Mm-hmm. We, she made horchata for and now her first she's 18. Birthday. Yes. Really funny. That was sweet. Yeah, I'm going to have to get some more of that. It was really good. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to put some in our coffee the next morning, and we were dumb and forgot. Bunch of people came. We had a huge turnout. Wait, well, we had a couple of bounce houses in the backyard. Yes. Um, several people were, said that it was the best food they'd ever had. Uh, yeah, I ever had. Yeah. Like, I'm not exaggerating. Right. I heard that twice. Um, I felt kind of sorry for him because, you know, as Hispanics, we eat really well. Yeah. And our food, sorry, every other culture is the best. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bold claim. So, I mean, consistently it's the best, I think. It's a solid, solid Mexican option. Mexican food, yeah. yeah. 
I opt for it all the time. I yeah, think that do. really bothered you when we first got together. What do you want? Mexican again? <laughs> yep. Yeah, you do always tend to kind of gravitate towards the Mexican because food. Because it's but... not Mexican food to me. It's just food. Well, I mean, it is still Mexican food. But it's just what we eat. Yeah. I mean, when we very first, when you first moved in with us, I remember you saying, I think I had a taco for breakfast, lunch, and dinner tonight. Oh, <laughs> One day. well, no, I mean, during tamale season, yeah. You'll have tamales for every meal. Yeah, for sure. Traditionally, I mean, regularly. But I mean, that's just, to us, it's just normal food. But yeah, it is. Tis the season. It is Mexican food. Uh, but what about that dulce de leche cake? No. Tres leches cake. Yeah, that was really good. Whoa, that was good. So that was a real banger. It, one of the best things about the whole thing was just how flawlessly everything went. Like, we got all the decorations up by 11 something. Like, everybody We were ready. In, we got it done. People didn't show up until like noon. So it was like, oh no, we're ready. We had time to shower. I wasn't even sweating. Get ready. When people walked we in. We weren't like rushing. The house was clean. Perfect amount of food. Like, a, a, a great flow of people. There were never more than like 20 people at the house at all time. Probably 60 people in total. Yeah. You know, throughout the day. And they just kind of came in. They left. There was just a great flow. What we had out of Nana made 70 enchiladas. And we ended up with like eight at Leftover. the end. No mm-hmm. cake left over. No. A couple cups of horchata. Everybody of, I was mean, able to get fantastic. cake except for the last two people that came. You in. know, it's so dumb. One of my least favorite things about the party is, of course, the cleanup afterward. You have so much leftover food. You have so much mess to clean up and all that. Nothing. No, we have a little. We had a little bit of mess, but I mean, take down the balloons, pop the balloons, or whatever. Yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. You guys really missed out. Everybody who didn't make it there, you you missed out. You missed it. The best part was Maya at the end of the night, going, who didn't really nothing to prepare for this, going, mommy, that was so great. It was just like it was so effortless. Like it worked out so well. And I look at Tanner. It was so easy. And I'm like, you little ingrate. You have no idea. (laughs) Yeah. We had gotten up at like 630 after going to bed at like one o'clock the night before. Because of the graduation. Because of the graduation. And we ended up finding food actually, by the way, at a Hawaiian bros. Yeah. um, If you can call that food. But you know, we ended up getting actual to sleep at like one in the morning, then got up early the next morning to give us enough time to but whatever everything. my baby girl said it was flawless and hey easy. i mean that, that's what it's supposed to be right if yeah. you're the celebrated person it should be she a pretty did easy go day. out and get a few things for decoration it was really important to her for some reason that the enchiladas be labeled yes it ended up not so. being labeled i think she wanted like this whole spread but the way that we served people individually when they were coming you know trickling in since it was an open house right. wasn't really you can't that way. you can't heat up all the food at the same time if yeah. there's a four-hour gap between this person and that person yeah so we kept all the food on the counter near the microwave and then when people would come in we would serve them heat it up for them yeah and so we didn't need the labels of something that said chicken enchilada or yeah we just told enchilada. them hey this is rice yeah hey and these are beans you see these beans right here these are beans <laughs> Well, that morning she sprung that on me that she wanted these labels for the food. And I'm like, you know what? If they come in my house and they don't know what an enchilada is, then I don't want them here anyway. I don't want them here. You can get out of here. (laughs) It's a little test, actually. If you ever come over to our house, we greet you at the door with With a a tray of food. (laughs) And if you say, what's that? And I say, what is this? And if you don't get it right. Or if you try to eat that tamale with the... With the corn husk on it still, mm. you better just turn around. We know your caliber. <laughs> Get out of here. All in all, it was a great day. And 
we just figured out that we'll probably have two graduations again next time we have graduations in our family. Oh, boy. Another wild May. Yeah, it'll be a wild May. Lily should be graduating high school, and Maya would be graduating with her undergrad. So oh, It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. We can start planning now. We've got four years. I'll make the balloon art. <laughs> if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe for more. Also, if you want to get a look at some of the behind the scenes stuff, follow us on Instagram at the May December podcast.